0: Welcome to James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, the podcast where I try to hear every song that's ever existed coming at you with a solo episode this week. Uh, this is going to come out at some point in December. Um, I haven't decided when, but uh, yeah, I, I figured I would just hit you guys with uh, something special, a little interesting, a little different than what I usually do. I figured um, since the year's ending, it's December. Uh, I wanted to read you guys what Apple Music says my most played songs of the year are. Um, in case y- y- you haven't picked up on it, I'm an Apple Music user, not a Spotify user. And for the past like three years or so, however long it's been, that like Spotify has been giving people their stats, saying this is the artist you listen to the most, this is the genre you like the most. I was always crazy jealous of that because apple music doesn't have that didn't have that and uh apple music finally introduced it and they offered it where you could go back and check again and uh it's it's very cool i'm i'm very excited i remember (laughs) last year in december or something i was uh i was at a show at lucy's and Someone that I'd met who uh, was a singer-songwriter, we talked about music at another show, came to a show, and the first thing she said to me was, uh, who's (laughs) your most listened-to artist of the year? And I was like, I don't know, because I don't use Spotify. But uh, now I have it, and I can get these stats, and it's so cool. I'm so happy about it. It's, uh, It's really fun. It was really interesting to get to see this. And I, I realized that, like, since I listen to so much music that, like, someone else sent me their stats from Apple Music and their numbers were a lot higher. And I think that because I write about music and I'm always listening to new music, my numbers are a little bit lower than than other things for, like, stuff that I really like. Because, like, I could listen to, you know, something like... Uh, you know, I end up listening to people's playlists a lot or or listening to albums I have to write about or singles or things like this. And I have to, like, kind of keep on top of all that. And now that, like, I I don't necessarily sit and listen to the records that I I love over and over. I do. I'd be lying if I said, you know, I haven't had that fucking (laughs) Menzingers album on repeat for the past month or so. But it's it's one of those things. I also think because I get advances of certain records that sometimes uh, you know the numbers don't exactly add up uh, because I've listened like, some of the albums i've listened to a lot i had beforehand and i love them that F- future teens record the the men singers hello exile um aaron west in the roaring 20s routine maintenance those are all kind of those were all albums that i really enjoyed that i got advances of and then when the album came out i deleted from my library <laughs> so i di- i wasn't necessarily thinking about that too, too much. But uh, yeah, so I wanted to read off some of my stats and some of the interesting stuff from this year. Um, maybe before I start getting into some of the songs that were on the list, I'll read off um, some, of the, some of the numbers. So Spotify tells me I listened to 196 different artists so far this year. Um, I'm recording. I'm actually recording this at the end of November, so I mean that number could change. Um, I also don't know if that's accurate, but you know. And, and then it gives me hours on my top artists. So the top artists it lists are are really not surprising at all. The number one is the Wonder Years, <laughs> um, with 28 hours apparently. Um, number two is the Menzingers with 26 hours. Number three is the Hold Steady with 22 hours. Number four is Spanish Love Songs with 19 hours. And number five is Aaron West in the Roaring Twenties with 17 hours. And, uh, you know, I think what's most interesting about that is the Wonder Years didn't put out new music in 2019. Uh, so I'm still just head over heels in love with that band. And uh, it, it's great. It's such a cool record. Uh, they also put the albums that I listen to the most, which are actually a lot more interesting. Um, so they gave me the top 10. So I'll read those out. It says I checked out 269 albums this year. Um, number one was Optimal Lifestyles by Pew Pew Pew, which I do love. I, I listened to that record when I worked out a lot. Number two was Schmaltz by Spanish Love Songs, which came out in 2018, but I found kind of late, and uh, I I really enjoy that record. It's it's so good. If you haven't, if you're not up on Spanish love songs, they're opening for the Wonder Years in the winter, and I'm stoked. I'm gonna lose my shit at those shows. <laughs> um, number three was Routine Maintenance by Aaron West in the Roaring Twenties. Number four was Hello Exile by the Menzingers. Number five was Breakup Season by Future Teens. Number six was Better Oblivion Community Center by Better Oblivion Community Center, uh, which was a very cool, interesting record recommended. This one, I'm actually very surprised is even in the top 10 because I was really late on the game on this as a record that I really enjoyed. It was Igor by Tyler, the Creator. (laughs) Um, uh, Number eight was I Am Easy to Find by The National number nine was enema of the state by blink 182 which makes sense because that album came out 20 years ago and i saw blink 182 and i was like doing catch up being like all right i gotta make sure i'm like i know this shit <laughs> like inside and out before the show um and number 10 is morbid stuff by pop and when i do my my top tracks of 2019 you're gonna hear a lot about pop. You're gonna hear a lot about a lot of these artists, but you know, just want to give a shout out to pop especially. Uh, but yeah, so those those were interesting, and I mean, the numbers are kind of cool. You know, I some of them I am kind of surprised are so high. I don't know how Apple kind of qualifies this sort of data, but uh, it's cool. So I'm gonna I am gonna read off the top ten songs, and then maybe you know i'll play a little s- actually you know what i'll i'll get into those but maybe i'll just go to highlights of things that that came up that i figure i'll read off the highlights first so like um you know let's let's start at the bottom that's that seems like the way to do things let's cut to the bottom and i'll talk about like old stuff and new stuff that i listen to so like funny enough my 100th most listened to song was big papa by notorious big and i feel like that was just prep for the driving with the windows down episode with dave (laughs) Namery. you know just it came up that many times and i do like that song it's great but uh it's it's really old um a couple other highlights that come up like we could die like this by the wonder years is at 98. um let's see number 99 was i think by tyler the creator Number 95 was sap Rocky-type beat by Proper. Um, 93 was Me by Taylor Swift, which I'm very surprised. I feel like I barely listened to that song this year, but, you know, whatever they say. <laughs> um, number 91 was the live cut of Raining in Kyoto by The Wonder Years, which I'm, uh, you know, again, I don't recall listening to it that much, but it's, I mean, it says it's got 14 plays, which isn't that strange, but, I mean, I, I don't know. It's... It's not a song like just the production on that live Wonder Years record wasn't very good um, so I haven't revisited it that that much so I I don't know why it's there but you know whatever I, I guess Wonder Years did put out new music in 2019. It, it, they put out a record but you know it's it wasn't a full length it wasn't an EP you know it wasn't it wasn't anything that did a whole lot for me. Um, See so yeah, I'm critical I can be I can be real. I'm not just a Wonder Years fanboy. Uh, 89 was Grant at Galena by Craig Finn, which I loved that record. Um, Let's see. 88 was Igor's Theme by Tyler, the Creator. 85 was Harmony Hall by Vampire Weekend. 84 was Rylan by The National. 83 was Disappear by Off With Their Heads. That's That's a very cool song that I really do enjoy. Uh, number 75 was free at last by pop and 74 was sleepwalkers by brian fallon i've been kind of cold on brian fallon's solo stuff but something about it this year just clicked and that song sleepwalkers is amazing i m- must have listened to it a thousand times so uh it's so cool uh number 70 was ask her for some adderall by the hold steady from uh That's an old song, but they put it out on their reissue of Stay Positive last year. So I've had that playing since that reissue came out because I do thoroughly enjoy that song. And especially it's got that line, if she asks, just tell her that we open for the stones. And I'm like, oh, that's that's my shit. Um, And fittingly, number 68 was T-Shirt Tucks by The Hold Steady, which uh, came out this year and is a song that I really enjoy. And I accidentally started playing it now and okay so let's keep on going there's a lot of like hold steady craig finn it's never been a fair fight which craig finn put out (laughs) uh earlier this year came up at number 64 there's there's a lot of craig finn solo stuff on it because i really enjoyed it number 60 was shallow by lady gaga and braddy 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 (laughs) braddy cooper (laughs) bradley cooper um which is just you know i don't care how you feel about a star is born but that's a good song it's such a great track um but yeah let's uh, keep on going uh number 52 was heavy metal by bring me the horizon which uh is such a cool track i'm i'm really glad that like i i did give that bring me the horizon record a chance because it's it's interesting and it's cool and i respect them for doing it um <laughs> let's keep on going number 48 was that's just the way that i feel by purple mountains um late to the party on david Berman. i i'm sad that it took him dying for me to really listen to his stuff but he he's a great artist and i i really enjoyed his stuff and i i enjoyed this purple mountains record which i i wasn't really familiar with the silver jews i was just like oh purple mountains is a cool band name and I checked it out, and uh, it's really good. So I've been slowly diving into his back catalog, mm-hmm. uh, and I enjoy that. Um, number forty-seven is High School Friend by the Menzingers, which probably my favorite track from from that new Menzingers record. Um, let's see, what else? Thirty-nine is Younger by the Mountain Goats. I've realized I'm not crazy about that Mountain Goats record that came out this year. It's uh, it's got some good songs, but it's it's not really for me. It's kind of a mixed bag you know but uh, i mean the the one not the wonder years the mountain goats they make so many songs you know there there's bound to be some good stuff some bad stuff you know that's that's neither here nor there um number 38 was lauren track two by prince daddy and the hyena that record was really great and i (laughs) highly recommend checking it out if you are not familiar with it um, let's see 22 was Hey Ma by Bonnie Vare, which that Bonnie Vare record is so good like I, I don't know I'm a little upset cuz I was pretty drunk the night I saw Bonnie Ver, but great record recommend uh, you know if if you're not up on Bonnie Vare, it's they they do cool stuff um 16, 16 was Days and 12 was Pink Snot by say anything which I I did like I liked, like, the first four songs from that new Say Anything record. Um, I'm not the world's biggest Say Anything fan. I can kind of pick and choose the songs that I love. But uh, those songs are really good. Um, If Say Anything comes back and does something cool, I'll probably go see them. But, uh, yeah, so those are there. Uh, 14 and 15 are both pew-pew-pew songs. I've got I Want to See a Wolf and the Polynesian. I listened to the Polynesian a shitload when I was going to Vegas. So, yeah, wanted to you know that just kind of like set the mood for my trip and it was cool but uh yeah let's let's get into the top 10 those were just some kind of like highlights as i was scrolling through um number 10 is a really old song and i'm kind of surprised it's this one but i i it kind of makes sense just where i'm at emotionally was uh passing through a screen door by the wonder years feel like i haven't spoken about this song specifically but um i saw the wonder years um around halloween and when they played the song i really like lost my shit um it really kind of became like a battle cry for me to listen to this throughout this year it's you know it's it's such a intense song and i mean you know when funny enough when when Dan Campbell lead singer of the Wonder Years introduced it he was just sort of like yeah you know I uh, these songs are kind of snapshots of my life and some people groan because they know exactly how it turned out and I'm like yeah I do but it's still really relevant to me right now um so that's just kind of where I'm at and passing through a screen door I don't think when I first checked out my list that this song was on it i feel like this is a very recent addition i think seeing them play it live really kind of got to me but uh yeah so (laughs) passing through a screen door um let's keep on moving along to number nine which was america you're freaking me out by the menzingers um this one admittedly the two menzingers songs that are in the top 10 are probably mainly in the top 10 because um they came out first so i had a chance to listen to those songs before before the rest of the record i got an advance of the record after and i loved it it's such a good album um but yeah america you're freaking me out is you know it's not as political as it felt when i first heard it but it's still kind of got that where it's just sort of like you know how what the fuck is going on man and i listened to it a lot of the time when I'm going into work and I'm like writing about politics and I'm like what's even going on the world is a wild place and (laughs) you know it's it's one of those songs that you're just like I don't know I I I have high hopes and expectations for 2020 and I really hope that the election goes the right way but if it doesn't you might see me with a sign that says what kind of monsters did our parents vote for um because that's such a good line it's so powerful and interesting um but let's keep on moving along into my next pick which is frequent crier by future teens love future teens um so glad i got to see them this song I uh, I jammed out to so much. This is my favorite song on this album is a different one, but this is such a. It's very similar to this, where it's so high energy, and it's you know I like peppy songs with sad subject matter. You know, that's just kind of like where I go with my stuff. So having this song was really kind of what I needed to to get in and you know it's it's one of those uh, this album is so good like and i don't know i've spoken about it a bunch of times now i i went through a breakup the album's called breakup season and you know it's it's not all relevant to me but a lot of it is and i listen to it and i just kind of Think holy shit, and I don't know. I <laughs> I tweeted a joke the other day where I said I should probably stop listening to Future Teens before I get into work um, because I don't want to seem emotional. And then I <laughs> wrote me ten minutes later, crying in the break room, hoping no one else comes in. And I'm like, oh, that's that's yeah, that's kind of like where I'm at. I don't listen to Future Teens a whole lot now because I don't want to be so emotional took a little bit of a pause there. Um, my next song was uh, No Reason to Believe by Spanish Love Songs, which I I got to hear. Well, we'll talk about that when it gets there. But uh, I interviewed Dylan Slocum this year of Spanish Love Songs, which was such a cool experience. And I, I was really happy when he told me about this song because he told me, oh, it's actually like an adaptation of Bruce Springsteen's uh, Reason to Believe, which is a great song from Nebraska, and I fucking love that record. Um, and I, I really kind of listened to this a lot this year because there was a lot of time that I was kind of hopeless and not sure what was going on and what to do. Um, but yeah, so No Reason to Believe, Spanish Love Songs. Uh, my next pick was it's not interesting or no sorry <laughs> my next pick was a uh, adult party by pew 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 uh, this was my favorite song off optimal lifestyles i was really upset when pew, pew, pew didn't play it live this year throwing some shade at them um, but i thought that this was this was very good Um, it's it kind of captures that like early 20s like we're all pretending like we're grown-ups but we're all still just a bunch of assholes and i'm a bigger asshole than all of you you know because like you guys are fucking dorks and that's that's kind of how i feel a lot of the time sometimes when i go out with some of my friends and i'm like Uh, You know, it's funny going out with comics now because we are a little bit more wild, a little bit more reckless, you know, and, you know, I like that a lot better than going out with, you know, I like that better than like being with my friends and being like, oh, we're going to go to a bar and like, you know, hang out, you know, and just like do whatever where comics are much more inclined to be like, guys, let's let's fucking do something. Let's like, you know, do some shit. Uh, and, I mean, that it's a lot more fun, and I enjoy that. Um, but, yeah, let's keep on going along. My next pick was It's Not Interesting by Spanish Love Songs. Um, this was my favorite song off of Schmaltz. I It took me a little while to get to this because it's later in the album, and it's not necessarily, like, an obvious pick. It's got some callbacks in it. But it's so intense, and it's got that, like like it when he does the callback and he's like you know I don't think I could fix this if I found God there's no drug in the world that could possibly work this out I can't even go down to the river and stick my fucking head in it the feeling's gone I just want to wash the dark away and you're just like holy shit there's a lot of this that kind of Feels similar to stand-up comedy too, which the you know I I end up seeing that a lot more in songs where he's got the line where he's like telling every stranger I meet the same three stories. It's not interesting. I'm just like, yeah, it's not interesting, motherfucker. Ah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's uh. Where I'm at with it's not interesting, and my last <laughs> they were a lot of spend. This was a good year for Spanish Love Songs. I uh, can't wait, they're probably putting out their debut record early next year. Uh, that's what Dylan told me when I interviewed him. But my other song was Losers by Spanish Love Songs. I did get to hear this song before it came out. Um, I was supposed to premiere it for Atwood, but then they were like, oh, no, we're actually just going to premiere it on our own. A- but they were like, but you can interview Dylan. And I was like, that's dope. That's where I'm at. So I, w- I was happy about that. You know, arguably the interview is a lot cooler than doing a premiere. So, you know, I was totally fine with that. Um, and, yeah, Losers, it again, it just kind of wraps up. I've been writing a lot about the records that define the decade. And a lot of the things I've been coming to realize is records that have a lot of like anxiety and thought. Th- thoughts like that are sort of the records that have become the records that I like the best. Because, you know, they're... they're early 2010s i feel like we're very celebratory we were excited obama was in office there was a lot of cool stuff going on you know and like a lot of the the records i chose for that were very you know like okay cool what's going and i mean like don't get me wrong there was some sad and anxious records i put titus Andronicus's... uh The Monitor, which is built on like manic depression and, you know, Adele, someone like you, which is or Adele's 21 that has, uh, you know, is incredibly emotional. But then, you know, you have a record like Transgender Dysphoria Blues, which has anxiety and fear in it. But it's also, you know, kind of a beautiful thing because it was Lord Jane Grace's coming out. And you have something like To Pimp a Butterfly, which, you know, kind of was a celebration while also, you know, being like, hey, look what's going on. And, you know, I think that, you know, Losers kinda captures what the the decade would become after twenty sixteen where there's a lot of anxiety and there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of like, what's going on? And are we still gonna be here tomorrow? So I don't know, I like that one. But uh let's see. My next pick was Anna by the Menzingers. Um like I said, this was a song that came out fir- uh, that came out before the rest. So I listened to Anna a shitload because I, I was dying for some new Menzingers. <laughs> um, I got to interview Greg Barnett this year, which was so cool. He's like, he's one of my favorite, uh, you know, the Menzingers really have kind of like cracked my top five favorite bands this year because they're so goddamn good. Like, oh God, it's such a fucking awesome time to listen to them. But yeah, um, this this song I- is just kind of a love song. I don't mind it, but it's uh, you know it's not my favorite from this record. Um, I admittedly feel like I haven't listened to it as much now since the whole record's come out, <laughs> which I guess just shows how excited I was for this record since I listened to this song a ton when it was first announced and then I got an advance of the album. Um, but yeah, I yeah, it's it's good song, <laughs> good time. Greg Barnett was really cool. I I was glad I asked him about Fucked Up at Frankie's, and I was like, oh, I hope that that gets to see the light of day at some point. Uh, If you don't know that, go read my interview with Greg in uh, Atwood Magazine. It's it's really a good time. Uh, My next pick was uh, my next number two, I think is sort of the same thing, where it was a song that came out first, and I was more excited about the record. It's Running Toward the Light by Aaron West and The Roaring Twenties. Um, I, I really liked the Aaron West record. Um, I, I was so excited about it cause I love the first Aaron West record. I think that this one is a lot better to be totally honest. I feel like Dan really, excuse me, sort of found a voice for the character and he got to really kind of be ambitious and do cool shit. And it's so awesome to get to hear it. I, yeah, running towards the light It's My favorite song on the album is a different one, but I feel like Running Towards the Light is kind of the obvious pick for the single. Um, Last thing I wanted to say about this Aaron West record. I've been taking a lot of breaks while recording. Uh, This was a very watching my heroes turn human in front of me moment, which uh, is kind of what you know it's it's great that i was able to find a wonder years lyric that kind of applies to a lot of the opportunities i've gotten <laughs> this year you know whether it's you know in an hour and a half i'm interviewing mike Berbiglia, um i got i got to interview aaron berg earlier this year i got a chance to uh i did a guest spot opening up for rich Voss. i got to interview dan campbell i got to interview greg barnett i got to interview eric from proper you know i <laughs> I had a lot of cool shit that's happened this year, and it was it was very surreal and very cool. So I was happy about that. Uh, but yeah, let's bring this on home with my number one most played song, which I guess I'm not that surprised with because I did really like this song. I just didn't like this record as much as a lot of the other records <laughs> that were in my top ten. But number one was Dylan Thomas by Better Oblivion Community Center. Um, I, I fuck hard with Dylan Thomas. He's uh, he's a good writer. I think that, you know, I, I'm i a sucker for a literary song. So getting to hear this was kind of like, <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, I love this record. It's so cool. Um But, yeah, so I, I don't know. This, this record was really good. There was a lot of, like, cool dark stuff in it that really spoke to me. But there wasn't, like, it didn't hit me the way that a lot of other – records did this year but this song was great and i was really happy to get to listen to it because it's intense it's fast um a lot of the songs on this record are kind of slow and somber and this is a, a real rocker which i enjoyed but uh yeah you know and it's got that great line where he sang th- where uh phoebe and connor both saying uh Oh, I'll die like Dylan Thomas a seizure on the barroom floor <laughs> and you're just like oh shit and they you know they use that rage against the dying of the light line over and over again the uh, 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 poem in the promotion of this and it's, it's such a powerful poem Dylan Thomas was such a great writer died very young because he was a psycho but <laughs> yeah he it, it's such a cool it's such a cool record and such a cool song. I'm very upset I didn't get to see Better Oblivion Community Center this year. But, I mean, you know, I, I was fine, you know, with missing them. I, I think they'll they'll probably put out another record or something. But uh, very cool stuff. Um, and... I don't know, if you haven't checked that record out, it's it's super cool. If you like Bright Eyes, if you like Phoebe, if you want something maybe a little bit louder, a little bit darker, it's it's definitely worth the listen. Um, but yeah, guys, those are my uh, most listened to songs of the year, according to Apple Music. Um, so yeah, if, if you feel so inclined, please share with me what your most listened to records, artists, playlists, all that stuff is and uh you know i i really genuinely want to see it it's cool i'm curious what my friends and listeners think and feel about this um and you know kind of let me know like why you think some of the things are where they are um and yeah, I'm very curious to see and hear that. Uh, but yeah, guys, thank you for listening. Please follow me on Instagram at James P Crowley. Follow me on Twitter at James P Crowley sixty eight. I have a newsletter um, that I use to promote this podcast now, um, and you could listen to that. Uh, you could subscribe to that. It's d- it at jamescrowley.substack.com. Um, I'm 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 just sending them out when I. have. And I write a little bit about just kind of like whatever I feel like, usually like whatever I've covered that week or like things going on in music news or comedy or whatever. And uh, it's kind of like a diary, but not really. <laughs> um, and it's it's cool to check out. I, I really am enjoying writing it. Um, and if I could get a lot of subscribers, it'd be cool. And uh, you'll get emails about whenever <laughs> this podcast comes out. So, you know, there's that. But, yeah, and also uh, I'm going to be at Laugh It Up in Poughkeepsie uh, beginning of 2020, January 4th, I believe. Um, I'll post a ticket link in the in the description of this episode. Uh, open in for Jay McBride. Uh, so that's very cool, dope opportunity. Really excited to, uh, to uh, do that. But, yeah, so thank you guys for listening, and I'll jam out with you next time. Bye.